0: There are very few things that will stop almost anything in their tracks, uh, like a leader or a business professional, a new entrepreneur, even a high school student or a college student who has a great ambition. They can be stopped in their tracks by fear. Now, the challenge with fear is that it's multifaceted. Fear is an emotion that usually is wrapped around a narrative. And that narrative may or may not be true, but it still produces real fear. Now, the question is, if the narrative has already been planted in you, whether by you or by somebody else or by just an illusion or an impression that you have, you're operating on that fear, that emotional-based decision-making because of an illusion that you have, you can find yourself stopped dead in your tracks, not succeeding, not accomplishing what you've set out to accomplish because of the fear. So how do you break free of that? How do you change that emotion inside yourself so that you can move forward? Welcome to Leading Leaders Podcast. Five-minute videos, five days a week. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. And I, I recently had just a little tiny modicum of this whole experience. And I say recently, yesterday, I addressed a fear that I've had for a while. This is going to seem really silly, but it's a, a really solid illustration of the concept that I want to talk about. About seven or eight years ago, we bought a, a used vehicle, and we've had this vehicle in the family. We've made trips literally all over the country. It's been back and forth to Colorado several times. It's been to New uh, to Washington, D.C., to Florida several times, all up and down uh, the state of Texas and Arkansas and just everywhere almost 250,000 miles we put on it since we bought it But the day we bought this vehicle as we were driving at a home It started to rain and there was rain coming inside the windshield running down the inside of the windshield And I was a little perturbed about it and I called the guys that I bought the car from and they said sorry That's not covered in the 30-day warranty. We're not gonna do anything about it and I asked them, "Well, what does it cost to replace a windshield?" And they said, "Yeah, five or six hundred dollars." Well, at various times over the years that we've had this vehicle, I thought five or six hundred bucks is a pretty steep step. There's not a chip in it, there's not a crack in it. It's not even faded. It's a good windshield. It just has a leak. Unfortunately, that leak has gotten bad enough that you can hear the wind whistling through the windshield as you drive down the road. It bounces when you go over rough spots, and you can actually hear the windshield moving in the frame, and it sounds like 15,000 crazy squirrels inside the car chirping in its frame. It's extremely annoying. But that five to $600 to replace it for almost seven years has kept me in the fear of shelling out five or $600 to replace a not-broken windshield. So I have put it off and put it off and put it off. And we keep towels in the truck to wipe down the dash. But recently, we've had enough rain that the water got inside the dash, and now my stereo doesn't work. And so I have to carry around my phone and a, a little battery-powered Bluetooth speaker so that I can listen to the radio or music while I'm in the car. And that gets a little old as well. But I have my headphones, so I'll put my headphones on, right? But it's over the fear of a six hundred dollar windshield that's not broken. Why would I pay six hundred dollars to replace it? I stopped a guy one time in a parking lot that had the big safe light truck and I asked him, you know, can you just seal it? Can you can you just put something around it to keep it from leaking wind and water. And he went into this long sales pitch explanation of why it would be five or $600 to fix it. And he said, you know, it, it could be that when you take the rubber seal off and pull the glass out that all the metal is rusted all the way around because it's been leaking so long. And it could be that when we pull it out, the glass actually breaks. And there will be no way to put back the same window that we took out. And it could be that whoever did it last did it with some kind of cheap glue. And we're going to have to take hours to scrape it out. And so, yeah. Five or $600 is a really fair estimate to replace your windshield in your car, and that was about three years ago, and and three years more has passed, and I haven't replaced it. Well, yesterday, driving my wife to work because she doesn't like to drive in the blinding rain, um, she got rained on in my truck. She got wet. She wasn't happy about it. So I decided to do what I hadn't done until yesterday. Pick up the phone and start calling every auto glass place that I could until I could find out if I could get an appointment and find out it isn't really going to be 600 bucks? Because I don't really have 600 bucks, But if it's less than that, maybe I can make a deal. And I called two or three places. And they landed around three or 400 And I was kind of surprised with that, because that's a lot better than 600 And then I got one that actually said 265 And then I got several that didn't even answer the phone. Well, one of the guys who didn't answer the phone eventually called me back. I told him my predicament. He said, I would agree with the assessment. It's not going to be likely we can fix the leak, but we can replace the windshield. Would you like an estimate for that? I was like, sure, hit me with an estimate. So I hear him crunching numbers in the background. He comes back and he says, 190 bucks, we could probably get you in tomorrow. I said, well, I got appointments all day tomorrow. Any chance you could get me in today? He says, yes, I can get you in today. Uh, But only at this time and only if you come to the shop For 190 bucks instead of 600 I went to the shop now Let me tell you something else that I did though It was about a year and a half ago that I actually went to the sign shop that does all the vinyl graphics on my truck and my trailer and And our big story power TV van and all that stuff And I asked them to create a visor to go across the windshield But to intentionally make it not just the glass but to go up over the trim and onto the roof So it would stop the leak and it worked for about six months, and then the sun dried out the vinyl, and now it flaps in the wind, and and the wind and the rain still come around the two pieces of vinyl, one on the roof and one on the windshield, until yesterday. See, here's the real scary part. I paid almost $150 for the vinyl to fix a leak that $190 would have fixed over the years. I'm just asking you as a leader, how often have you put off decisions because someone planted a seed in your head that would allow you to operate in fear? Someone gave you a notion, uh, spun a narrative to you that the story in your head said, you can't really do that. You're you're not going to get away with that. That's going to cost way too much. There's no way that's ever going to work. And so you devise other plans, you, you follow other courses of action, you hire the wrong people to save the time. You, you try to move along with what you have instead of just biting the bullet and doing the research for yourself. See, that's where I failed. Seven years ago, instead of trusting the guy that sold me the car and told me the reason he didn't put the windshield in is because it was 600 bucks, I should have done the research myself to find out that it's only 200 bucks. I could have saved that up pretty easily over the seven years that we've had the vehicle. But I didn't, because I didn't do my homework. I trusted someone else, and what they said created in me a fear that caused me to not decide for seven years. So I'm asking you today, maybe it's not a leaking windshield, maybe it's something more significant than that. Maybe it's something that right now you don't think is that significant at all, but you're not making a decision because of the fear that someone else has placed in you, or the fear that you've conjured up on your own. If fear is stopping you from making decisions, will it be two weeks, six weeks, seven weeks, or seven years before you make a decision to just do the research on your own, to just do your own homework, to know for a fact that you have all the details and you can make a solid decision? I truly believe fear stops more people, especially leaders, than failure. They don't want to look like a fool. They don't want to make a big mistake. And so they don't make decisions out of fear. If you're a leader and you find that your organization is stalled at a plateau, not moving forward the way that you would like it to, ask yourself, what is it that I'm afraid of? And can I do enough research to overcome that fear? If I knew X, whatever that is, if I knew this for certain, I could make that decision and do it now.